Hello, everyone, and welcome to Faith Talks, where we have conversations about Christ with real students. We are a faith-based podcast right out of Grace Community Church in Hudsonville, Michigan. My name is Levi Kiger, and I am a senior here at our youth ministries. For our high schoolers, we call that Solid Ground, or SG. I'm joined today by Logan. Go ahead and say hello. Hello. And we're going to be hearing his testimony today. For a lot of us, the topics that we'll be covering might not be very familiar, but that's exactly how I'm hoping that they're going to be beneficial to us. I want this to be a way that we can see into another person's life, into different experiences, and see how God calls people from every walk of life. Now, Logan, before we get into that, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? All right, yeah. Um, So I am very new to Grace, uh, probably about two and a half months. Two and a half months? Um, Yeah, so pretty new. Um, Mm -hmm. And I am a musician. I I do create music. Um, And I consider myself uh, like an athletic character, too. Athletic character? Does that look like sports or what? Uh, I'd probably say, you know, as far as, like, working out in the gym, um, I'm huge in basketball, too, mm. so basketball is pretty fun. Um, yeah. Awesome stuff, bro. Well, we really look forward to hearing you today. So why don't you hit us with your testimony? All right. Starting from the beginning. All right. <clears throat> so I was born into a Christian family that went to church regularly. Um... I was pretty involved. Uh, I went to Sunday service and, you know, little little youth groups like here and there. Um, but I'd probably say from like the age, uh, probably around like I'd say like six through like 10 years old, um, I was pretty interested in God. Like I didn't understand the Bible. I didn't right. understand, you know, whatever the pastor was talking about. But for some reason, there was this feeling that I got whenever, like, I open a Bible. Like, I don't know, I just got, like, excited for some reason. Hmm. And you wouldn't think that, like, you know, a five-year-old would be that excited to open up a Bible. Right. Um, And normally, like, during Sunday service, whenever, you know, like, how, like, some churches, like, they'll disperse the kids to a separate area? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I always begged my parents to stay. <laughs> oh, yeah? So, yeah, um... There was just something about uh, reading God word, God's word that intrigued me. Uh, it made me really interested in, in like, studying. Uh, I would look up, I'd probably say around, like, eight, eight years old. Um, I would look up, like, you know, really important words in the Bible or big words I didn't understand. Right. Um, and that was always fun to me. Even though, like, I felt like I never really read the Bible for, like, specifically for the fact that it was like God's word, I just liked reading in general. So I didn't really know much about the Bible. Like I knew like kind of the basics of, mm-hmm. you know, like like Jesus died for us and, um, you know, like what we celebrated on Christmas and Easter and things like that. But honestly, I don't even think I really understood. Right, the understanding of your faith wasn't really there. Yeah, yeah. And even like simple things like, I mean, it's not simple. I mean, it's a pretty big, big idea, but like how like Jesus died for our sins, like, when I was younger, like, I knew that, mm-hmm. but I never really understood really why Or what it meant. That. Yeah, or, like, what it meant when people said that. So I kind of took it for granted for a long time. And I don't know when exactly, but there was, in about seventh grade, I was still, like, 
into going to church and stuff, but I didn't go as often because my family kind of like stopped going. I don't know specifically why. We just weren't really church people for a while. Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of like, I stopped reading the Bible. I stopped studying. I wasn't really too interested into it anymore. Um, and then uh, I ended up having like my first girlfriend. Um, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not going to name names, but she... Um, she introduced me into some pretty bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, like what kind of, like, no need to go into details. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say, like, you know, like smoking um, mm. and, you know, like alcohol, things like that. Um, she, uh, the first time I can remember, you know, I, I was at, like, a football game, and she, you know, handed me stuff. I was with two other buddies and her, and... And she's like, here, try this. And they really made it sound like it was totally fine. Like, it, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. And then, right. you know, honestly, I really wanted to. So I did it. And is it okay to say pot? Is that fine? <laughs> Marijuana, weed. Yeah, and... yeah. That is definitely a gateway drug. I, it came to that to, like, a bunch of other things. Uh, after they got me into that, I eventually started wanting it, like, a lot. Right, because um, it's, it's an addiction. Yeah, and... I started getting to the point where, like, I would go to, like, you know, friends' parties and stuff, and I would just take, like, a random pill that was given to me. I wouldn't even care what it did to me. Um, And then I started, I forgot about God altogether. Didn't even think about him, didn't read the Bible, honestly didn't care. Um, And I know my parents, they they tried to get me back into it quite a few times, and I remember getting some arguments with my mom before because I started asking myself questions like, like, is God even real, or why does he let these things happen to me? Right. Um, you know, why is he only letting the bad things happen to me? And it just it didn't seem worth my time mm. to really put my time and effort into reading the Bible. And, you know, I just didn't think it would fix anything. So I just honestly pushed God away really hard. Um, and that's the same with, like, family and friends, too. Um, and you kept keeping the company you were keeping. Yeah, yeah, and I kept keeping the bad company, um, and eventually that led me into, you know, not even substances, but, like, I got banned from quite a few stores because I got into, like, heavy stealing, like, so it turned out to, like, you know, stealing candy to eventually stealing alcohol right. from stores, so, um, yeah, I it took me a long time to um, eventually uh, get help for that stuff. Um, I got, you know, like counseling and, um, my family was really there for me to kind of get me out of it. I started to realize I was pushing people away. Um, and you know, now I realize God the most, like, right. If I would have known like how much I needed him then, like than I do now, Mm -hmm. um, I probably would have gotten out of that stuff way quicker. Um, so yeah. And then I guess that's kind of where the you know, my dark area kind of went into, um, and then like, I, I, I was pretty good for a little while. I, I slowly got better. I I stopped smoking, um, and vaping and, you know, things like that. And I kind of got into a pretty good crowd. My older brother introduced me to, uh, this youth group that I started going to called Campus Life. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, I didn't like them at first because I wasn't super interested um, right. and like things like small groups and stuff kind of weirded me out at first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it took me some time to warm up to them, but eventually like I got really interested again. Like I started to really want to pay attention to like 
the messages that they were teaching and um i don't know i slowly my interest interest built back up um and then i kind of like fell down the slope again a little right. bit after that um i felt like i was getting somewhat close to god and then i fell in with a bad crowd again so it was it was like a wave like i was in and out of it so at this point were you would you say like you were still trying to do that of your own strength um yeah i feel like yeah i was really trying to as much as i could mm-hmm. um and i feel like i also didn't really ask for advice or as much help as i should have been asking for right so you know and then you know after i kind of fell back into it things got really bad to the point where um lying became a skill for me like mm-hmm. big time like i could make anyone believe anything um i lied to my parents friends um teachers i got into a lot of trouble at school just because you know I, I just i was a jerk right. so um yeah eventually you know after getting into some more trouble things kind of getting pretty intense after a while um I started to really reflect on my life and I got I got a new job uh rebounders at trampoline park Mm -hmm. um and they like surprisingly like this job actually kind of helped me because it kind of put like some order back into my life right um so I eventually ended up meeting uh morgan and for those who don't know morgan is oh my girlfriend yeah yeah current current girlfriend yeah probably last most likely (laughs) um she uh she's literally the best like i didn't know her very well at first um when her and i like first talked at work like she was just kind of really funny i thought she was funny and and uh i didn't really start like having a crush on her until I'd probably say um, a few months of me working there. Um, right. But I didn't know she was a Christian. I didn't know she was into the Bible or anything. Honestly, she kind of striked me as like like a partier, not going to lie. Oh, really? Yeah. And then the first time we hung out, she invited me to this uh, like Christmas party, um, which n- not going to lie, I was expecting like like an intense like high school party. Like, right. Like, that's what I was walking into. That's what you were used to. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I went to the party, and it turned out I was making, like, gingerbread houses and, <laughs> and, and, and like, opening presents and stuff. So, yeah, uh, she was pretty cool. Um, and then, you know, eventually, her and me started dating. Um, and she, I think she really got to learn a lot about me. I kind of – I told her a lot of the things that I'm telling everyone right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I still struggle with some of that stuff now. You know, not like the not the drugs and and like necessarily the lying and stuff, but like I still struggle with like you know like like making promises to people and not keeping them and things like that. Um, but when I started dating Morgan for probably a f- few months, um, we started getting into like really deep conversations about Christ, mm-hmm. and you know because I wasn't like f- like one hundred percent like saved at this point um when i was with her and i feel like she would ask me a lot of questions because i think she really wanted to be secure to know that that i was with god um so you know sometimes she would talk to me about things like marriage and things like that and and that stuff kind of like scared me i'm just like (laughs) i'm just like 
what did I get myself into? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and sometimes, like, I would kind of look at her funny because I didn't understand that stuff. Um, you didn't understand the, the biblical approach. Yeah, the biblical approach. Yeah, yeah. It 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 kind of like freaked me out whenever she would tell me those things. Um, and you know, other things too, like like feeling guilty, like right. Like how like the Holy Spirit makes you feel guilty about what you're doing and uh, th- whatever it is you're doing, whether it's lying, stealing, you know, you just punch someone on the street for no reason at all. You know, it's going to tell you like what you just did was wrong um, and, you know, it's going to try to bring you away from that sin. Like, right. Um, so I didn't really understand that too much. I didn't understand sin a whole lot. Um, for a little while, but, um, I'd say I started going to church with Morgan and her parents, uh, within, I'd say like three months of us dating. Um, and I started, uh, Pastor Brian, uh, was his name. Uh, he, I really liked the way that he taught. Uh-huh. He, he really made things clear to understand the Bible and I just, we were going for a while, and I really got that feeling that I got when I was younger that really made me interested, and I got a really cool feeling to be at church, so I, I started going a lot more, then started doing Bible studies with Morgan and her parents, and then, you know, I, I am officially, you know, out of everything that I was doing, um, and, you know, as far as hurting people. You know? Right, and I, I think I didn't start like actually talking to God until very recently. Actually, um, I didn't really talk to him. I didn't really ask him for help. Mm-hmm. You know, I like I I read about him. I like you know quote unquote worshipped him at church and stuff, and I kind of like I was like what some people would probably call like a fake Christian. Like, yeah, I went through the you motions. Know, yeah, the motions and the duties and stuff, but I didn't, I didn't really fully understand why I was doing them. And I didn't really try to change. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was changing, like as a person, like I was doing good things, but I wasn't doing them to like glorify God like, right. at all. Yeah. So, so you would say that your relationship with Morgan is, what God used ultimately to save you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is a very, very, very big, like, you know, barrier in my life that, like, really, mm-hmm. I, I believe, I believe God, like, 100% put Morgan in my life to turn me towards him. Right. Um, she, she, I wouldn't say she was, she, like, she was the reason that I got saved and, like, I turned to God, but I do believe that she had a very big hand in helping me get there. Right. She was kind of like the first domino. Yeah. For sure. Well, honestly, bro, first thing I got to say is thank you very much. Because, mm-hmm. you know, be, being able to come forward with things like that, that you've struggled with, with anything, whether it be alcohol, whether it be drugs, whether it be lying, pornography, any sort of sin in your life, right? It's our nature that we want to keep it hidden, Mm -hmm. right? Because we don't want other people to know about it. 
and your willingness to come forward and to put this out there for anyone in order that they may be encouraged by your example, I just have to applaud you for that because that takes some real guts and takes some real desire to glorify God with your past. And secondly, I've just got to say, wow, we serve a glorious God, don't we? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. To take someone from, from that walk of life, living in, in, in those things, and to say, you will be the one I will call, and you will be the one that will turn around and spread my name to the people around me. So why don't you share what you're hoping to do in the future? Yeah, so I definitely, like, um, I just want to say real quick, like, I definitely understand why he let those bad things happen to me, first of all, um, because it took me a while to, like, you know, learn that God doesn't just make all the good things happen. He doesn't mm-hmm. just, doesn't just, you know, he's not going to just give you a bunch of money every week. <laughs> There's and, no health, wealth, yeah, and prosperity yeah. gospel. And I believe he does let bad things happen to people to eventually teach them a lesson. Like, I feel like I wouldn't be fully aware that I changed um, if I was still doing those things. So um, he definitely had a very big part in bringing me towards him and I do feel very close to him now. So, um, but yeah, I, I just kind of want to share these things because I know that there probably are a lot of kids out there, you know, whether it's middle school, high school, I hope no elementary kids are going through any (laughs) of that. Um, you know, that if you're going through like addiction or, um, you know, even uh, small things like like lying and, and, and cheating, like, I mean, those aren't small. Those are pretty big, but... Um, whatever sin it may be. Yeah, whatever sin, if you're, if you're struggling with that, like, don't be scared to get help. Like, help is always there, you know, around every corner, like, even if you think it's not, and to just keep it all in, like, eventually... You know, it's, it's like a lie. Like, you know, the more you lie, eventually it's going to catch up to you. And I've noticed every time it caught up with me. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah. I just definitely hope that anyone who's going through, you know, some of the stuff that I went through that they, you know, God will open up their eyes and kind of turn them away from it. Now, as somebody that, that walked that walk already, like what would be your advice to anyone listening to this that does struggle with these things or is struggling even now, who should they turn to? Um, well, first, if, you know, if, if you are a believer of God, like, turn to God. Like, If you're not a believer, turn to God, too. <laughs> in general, yeah, like, turn to God. Um, I think I was just kind of saying that because, like, you know, if someone's not a believer of God, their first choice might not be God. But, right, right, yeah, right. always turn to God. Like, that's... That's what helps me now. Like, if if I'm doing something I know I'm not supposed to do, like, you know, I'll sit by myself and and I'll just talk to him. You know, he might not give me a straight-up answer, but, like, I know eventually something something always happens that lets me know, like, he just answered me. Like, so, yeah, always go to him. Um, Prayer. Prayer and reading the Word. Prayer and reading the Word. And literally, from experience, like, reading the Word, there is something in every single part of the bible that has to relate with something in your life Mm -hmm. like that is insane to me 
Right. So we're told all scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Yeah. For sure. So who else should they turn to for support from humans? Yeah, like, you know, uh, your parents, family, friends, um, you know, good friends if you have them. Trusted. Trusted friends, trustworthy. Um, You know, and if if you're going to church, like, go through your ministry. Like, talk to your pastor. Talk to, you know, anyone that you maybe go to church with, like, small groups, things like that. Like, Mm -hmm. get involved with that stuff because I know small groups kind of help too because— get into some pretty deep conversations in there all the time. Yeah, so we, we try. We try. Yeah. And I love that you brought up friends, not just trusted friends, but trustworthy friends. Because from what it sounds like to me is at the start of your story, it started a lot with peer pressure mm-hmm. or it started a lot with the company that you kept. What would you say was the role of the friends that you chose in the walk that you walked? Yeah, like, like, what do you mean? Like, as far as, like, trusted and trustworthy? As far as, like, how they influence what you ended up doing. Yeah, they, I don't know. I just, obviously, I don't know where any of these kids are now. But they, I don't know if their intention, like, was to hurt me. I think they honestly, you know, they were probably going through the same thing I was going through eventually in the future. Like, maybe they, they were stuck. And they couldn't get out of it, and, you know, they just were having fun with a new kid and pulled him in. Right. Didn't realize that they did it. And I forgive them, honestly. I forgive all of them for, for doing that to me, but I I have a new understanding now of, you know, people that go through things like that. So mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that they made it out of it. For sure. So, For sure. Do you think that if you had had the choice to go back – right and choose better friends you think like what would have been things that you would have done differently things that you would have looked for in choosing those friends well i mean you know any any normal person would want to go back and and change that and you know like say no walk away right you know be the be the bigger better person but honestly like i i wouldn't i wouldn't change that stuff because if those things didn't happen I don't think I would have an understanding of how bad things can be. Right. And it makes me very excited to think about the fact that, you know, God got a hold of me when I was weak mm-hmm. and he made me stronger. So, and, you know, you see him doing that throughout the Bible a lot. A lot. And, you know, it kind of makes me relate Yeah. to the Bible big time. Now, none of that is to say for anyone listening that then doing it is okay because you're like well no. god's gonna show me something through this no. right just because you think you know you know god is gonna immediately do something you know it could take your entire life you right. know there will be moments when you are weak yeah that god will show you you are strong you don't need to help that along <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> so what would you say that like now you look for in friends now that you kind of had this experience behind you and you're really trying to flower yourself into the church yeah and build yourself up and find iron to sharpen iron mm-hmm. what would you say like what are the traits the attributes you're looking for yeah i mean i'm trying to basically just kind of find myself 
in an area of Christians, like, mm. like people who are also, you know, fellow believers of God and, you know, are really deep into their faith, you know, alongside me, right. you know, like small groups, like I was just talking about, like, like small, being in a small group with other kids that, that believe what you believe and are passionate about what you're passionate about. And you yes. can, you can all just pour out your heart out to God together is just so much fun. And I love it. Um, you know, I have friends that aren't Christians. Um, and I hope one day that, you know, you know, God takes those blinders off and mm-hmm. they see him in a whole new way. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, just kids that have really good head on their shoulders and know how to stand up for themselves and, you know, know what's wrong and right. Right. So. At every point, like, every relationship you have, you're either going to be the stronger brother or the weaker brother, you know, at, at any point, right? And those those roles, they can switch. Yeah. Right? And that's why we say get out and you find that trustworthy friend. You find that, the term I use is battle buddy, mm-hmm. right? And you stick with them because what you're doing is then, all right, at points when you're weak, they're going to have their head about them and they're going to say, hey, what we're doing isn't wise. Mm-hmm. Or points when they're falling into temptation, you're going to say, hey, I know you don't even want me here right now, but this is what's best for you. And I'm going to pray with you right now and I'm going to build you up. Things like that, right? So finding that friend, guys. What would you say that God has been teaching you in the past couple of months? Um, forgiveness, like big one. Like I, I've really struggled to, to forgive people. You know, anyone who has done wrong by me, uh-huh. um, it's very hard to forgive. You know, because I know you're supposed to um, just forgive. For example, like, I don't know, you know, if someone peer pressured me into, like, smoking, like, I'd be really mad at them for a long time. It's hard for me to forgive them because in that situation, they were like, do it. Like, 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 do it. It'll be good for you. And then, you know, it just kind of ruins you. Um, I think that's just been really hard for me Mm -hmm. Um, to forgive someone even though, like, you know 100%, like, they're wrong, uh, it's hard to, like, be nice and, like, right. you know, tell them, like, like I forgive you. Like, I'm not going to worry about it anymore. So. Right. And, and the reason we forgive, too, because it's not, it doesn't feel natural. Mm-hmm. It's not intuitive. And it's hard. It requires some humility, you know, to come down and say, you know what? It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay, and I'm gonna, and I'm not gonna remember it, right? But we forgive because that's what Jesus did for us, right? Because we look at where we were at in our lives, wherever that may be, wherever you are right now, right? And you say, "All right, there is forgiveness for me with what I struggle with, mm-hmm. for what I'm going through, because Jesus forgave, because He took all of our sins and He died a gruesome death that we deserved." Right, And that is the reason we forgive, because he forgave first. Mm-hmm. And we are called to mirror him in all things, in his love and in his forgiveness. If there's anyone here, right, before we sign off, what would be your final words to anyone struggling with any of this? How can they best pursue God? Uh, honestly, study his word um and and keep yourself involved in the christian community like as much as possible because i feel like 
the more you get out of the Bible, the more, you know, hopefully it'll change you. Right. Like, um, I feel like, you know, the duties that we have as Christians, like, to at least read the Bible, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes a day at the least, like, you're going to find something out of it. You're going to learn something each time. Right. And I, I feel like that'll help you grow a lot stronger because I know I've grown a lot stronger since I've started studying. Mm-hmm. So there is um, power in the word. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, just, just pray, pray to God for, for other people to help, you know, the wheat grow stronger to, you know, help him to kind of carry you through struggles that you're going through and and, you know, just talk to him. I, I believe he really helps. So, Amen to that. Well, brother, it's been great to be able to talk to you. We thank you for having us on our podcast. And on a personal level, I know that you've been a blessing in my life to be able to get to know you and count you as a friend. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Feelings mutual. <laughs> That's so nice of you. Yeah. All right, and to all of our listeners, have a great day and go out and make disciples. end of our podcast, we'd like to take a moment to share the gospel. The gospel comes from John 129. This verse reads, The next day he saw Jesus coming to him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The he in this verse is John the Baptist, and obviously he is speaking about Jesus, referring to him as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Many of us have heard that, But I wonder how many of us who have heard actually believe this. Because as fantastical as it might sound, it is very, very true. The Lamb of God, what does that mean? Why Lamb? Well, in that culture, when you sinned, there had to be a sacrifice. There had to be something that died in your place to make up for your mistake. This was often a lamb. When the Bible calls Jesus the Lamb of God, he is saying, they are saying that he is our sacrifice. And by that sacrifice, the sin of the world, we are in this world, our sin are therefore taken away, covered by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ himself, the one and only Son of God. That is available to you, listener, wherever you are, whoever you are, whether this is in your car, whether this is during work, whether this is recreational, maybe you accidentally clicked on this. That gospel, that relief, Jesus taking away your sin, it is real. And I would ask you, don't wait on that. Rather, take it. If you don't have a church to go to, we welcome you to ours. We are Grace Community Church in Hudsonville, Michigan, 3500 New Holland Street. We have two Sunday services, one at 9 o'clock, one at 11 o'clock. We would love to see you there. Go in faith.